This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, and I'm your host, Holly Mac. I'm joined, as usual, with my co-host, David Theobald III. How are you doing, Dave? Well, not too bad, Holly. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. So, you ready to fire up the Wheel of Destiny and see who we get this week as our Oh, guest? yeah. Oh, this is always fun. Let's see who it is. All right. I wonder if we'll get Abraham Lincoln again. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know if he does repeat visits, though. He yeah. said something about having to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're ready... Oh, you got the button. Hit it. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. That's right. My turn for the button. And pressing. There we go. And... Okay. Hello. It looks like it looks like we had someone join the stream. Hello. 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 And who who are Hello? we speaking with? Oh, yes. Um. What is this? Well, you're on Nerd Podcast Radio. Uh, oh. I'm David, and this is our host uh, Holly. And uh, you've been uh, chosen by the Wheel of Destiny to be our guest for this episode. I yes. Oh, that's okay. I'm so, I'm sorry. Um, I haven't been on an parallel episode in a while. Um, hello. Um, this is Super Vegan Brian, and um, how how are you guys doing? Super Vegan Brian. Vegan Brian. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Uh. uh who is the um? David, you sound familiar, Brian. Yeah, like, like GameCon, Brian. Yeah. Oh shit! Hey. Um. <laughs> I haven't met a. I haven't met a. Um. I haven't met another Dave in a while. The last like nine of these on, there was no Dave. Huh. Holly, are you the host of this? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh wow, that is so cool. How in the hell did that? Okay. Um. I guess. Um. I guess we better get going. What's the topic? Uh, well, we were actually uh, just spinning the wheel of destiny like we usually do to pop in a guest, and we uh, do a little impromptu, no topic discussion with the rent with the guest. You know, that... a little about where they're from and the history and what they're doing. And I mean, but yeah. first. We have to do what we do every week, and that's what's up with you, nerd, using the Mike Myler's patented widgets. So you tell us what's up, nerd, and then we vote. Is um it so normally when I on my show we do this thing where we do like the the nerdiest thing you've done in the past few weeks. What um is it the same kind of thing? Kind of, I mean, but you just tell us what you're currently reading, watching, listening to. Yeah, it's more of a what you're and, doing right right this right now, or what you're doing oh, yeah. in the in the moment. Or that's moment. awesome. That's awesome. That's a yeah. that's a really cool one. Yeah, we do have a tradition here that the guest goes first. So, uh, uh, Mister Super Vegan Person, what's uh, what, what are you doing, nerd? Yes, that is that is cool. Um, I am currently watching. Uh, well, not currently, right now, this moment. I'm on a podcast, but I am currently watching um, Dimension 20 on Dropout TV. Mm. Um, do you guys have that in your universe? I've heard of it before. Oh, cool. Um, it's awesome. It's uh, College Humor does this thing where they have this show, this channel called Dropout, and it's behind a paywall, and um, they have all these D&D campaigns. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, you, College Humor, you mean Collegiate Funnies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. Yes. 
Well, very neat. Very neat. So, David, Uh, what's up with you, nerd? Oh, well, I mean, besides uh, having to stay up to two in the morning to try and watch (laughs) all of uh, Critical Role last night and failing miserably. uh, You and me both. (laughs) Sadly, I had to work today, so I wasn't able to do it. But uh, I've got to I'm going to watch the rest of it. Mm -hmm. That's 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 what that's what that's what I've been doing. Uh, How about what about you, nerd? What have you been doing? Uh, Well, me, same with the Critical Role. Yeah, but I claim that you got to do something else. I know, I know. <laughs> what I'm claiming is, is I have been going back and watching a little heist show called Leverage. Because oh, nice. it is coming back for a reboot season. So that yeah, is something here. That I am looking forward to. I so am up- really interested in that. Um, what's his name? The The guy from Librarians is replacing... Noah uh, Wiley. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wiley. I know him from uh, from ER. Yes. Yes. So he is coming in as a setup person for the rest of Team Leverage, minus the main mastermind. So it's going to be interesting to see how they are going to fix that little scenario. Yeah, like, did he die or... Or is he officially retired, retired, and he and Sophie have gone on a break? Yeah. (laughs) Very interesting. Very interesting. It was... So good to hear a damn it Hardison from the, <laughs> <laughs> from the yeah. trailers. It's like, uh, oh, show yeah. how I have missed you. All right. Well, now we vote using uh, Mike Myler's patented widget system, where uh, mm-hmm. we get a number of widgets equal to one plus the number of people on our show. And as there's three of us, so you get four widgets. You can give them to whoever you want. Uh, right. Go ahead, uh, Brian. What the, where would you like to give your widgets? Um, well, um, I'm not used to it to be done this way. Um, let me think about it. I, I'm a, I'm not a big fan of Critical Role, but binging that much sounds awesome. Oh, the final episode was over, clocked in at over seven hours. And I have yeah. four. So um, let's do, let's do three for Holly and two for David, because um, I'm a, not a big fan of Critical Role, but I'm a huge fan of Leverage and I'm absolutely excited about the new one and um your, your math's off there though that, that that's five. Oh, two and two thank you okay we're good there you go. <laughs> all right yeah you know we um yeah I, I you know i'm still i'm still reeling from the um nerd podcast radio and dimension um age well, it was, that was that was very very interesting of you uh myself uh, i am an awesome person so i'm gonna give all four to me uh holly uh how about you uh, let's see i am going to go to to david and to to brian that dimension 20 sounds awesome and it's going to check it out yeah i'll have to look into that it's neat uh-huh. all right so uh, uh that's that's what's nerdy with us uh holly why don't you uh give our uh guest the uh, the setup and uh the first questions Okay, so with our no topic discussion, usually we start asking questions and I ask you, you ask Dave, Dave asks me, and then we go around. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? I love no topic episodes. Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> trying to think here. So what is something that you have been looking forward to the most in a fandom in your dimension? Well, um, it's a good one. I have been really looking forward to um, the Black Widow movie um, coming out in July, and I can't wait to see it. I'm, But... I think the most I've been looking forward to is probably the Loki TV series. Wait, Black Black Widow? With, who, is that one of those Marvel characters? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, um, the Marvel movies always suck. DC's where it's at. Oh no, not here. Um, Marvel Marvel movies are the oh, like the that, biggest oh, the wow. biggest hit. Oh, Batman v Superman was amazing. Holy crap! Snyder <laughs> cut. Who boy? Who the magnifique? Wow, that 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 is a lot of big differences between our universes. I bet everything is the same from now on <laughs> until we get to the end of the podcast. Probably. That would be know. that would be probably what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> 
uh, I got to ask you a question. All right. So um, what um, what media are you most looking forward to, David? Well, I mean, the the like I said, I've, I've, I'm really looking forward to finishing that last episode of Critical. <laughs> but um, as far as more mainstream stuff, uh, I'm not really too up on exactly what's coming out. The Black Widow movie does sound like fun, um, from what you said of it, at least. Uh, I don't... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, I'm really not like as much fun as going to the movies and stuff is with everything that happened over the last couple of years and everything. I'm, I'm not all that anxious to get out into large public spaces again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that is one of those events that seems to have happened in all universes. It, mm-hmm. It's it's like the topic of conversation. Um, zombies mm-hmm. everywhere is oh, incredible. Man. No, I'm just kidding. We had something called COVID-19 here. No, I'm not. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you have zombies and COVID nineteen? Yeah, they they mostly got the the COVID under control. The zombies are running wild some places. Yeah, there are certain nights where you just don't go out. You stay in. It's just like, yeah, they've got a group going marching down streets. You you stay in. Yeah. But it's fine. There's usually sirens and stuff on those nights. It doesn't happen very often anymore. <laughs> no. And usually they try to cue it with thriller music so we know when to head indoors. Once here, Vincent Price, you know, it's time to head in. <laughs> I think it's your turn to ask a question to Holly, David. Oh, Something, something's tickling me in this white void of a room I'm sitting in on the podcast. Oh my god! I, I, I you know, I think so. I it's so, so eye. it's so it's thriller music where you live. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it's different than other places, apparently. <laughs> well, what music is it for you? It isn't. It's air raid sirens. Different neighborhoods. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's okay it's okay this is okay we're okay okay yes no we're fine back we're to good. the premise uh, okay that was just wow all right oh uh, i was supposed to be asking holly a question yes okay yes, I remember now. yes yes back yes, in please. all right so uh holly uh shit yes uh, braid like uh, <laughs> Uh, um, oh, um, what is the next book series you're most looking forward to, to coming out? Ooh, boy, good question. The next book series that I'm... Or I'm sorry, the next book in a series that you're waiting to come in out. In a series? Um, I am looking forward to, it's actually going to be a new series and (laughs) it is from an author that, um, she does a lot of cozy mysteries that are based in the Northwoods where I vacation and it's a spinoff series and I'm very looking forward to it because she has been, she's taken a break for a couple years and now she's coming back, Victoria Houston. And another book that I'm looking forward to is The Kith and Kin mm. for a critical role with backstory about Vex and Vex. Yeah, that, that, that one looks like fun. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things that I am most nice. looking forward to. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I, You know, what's funny is even though it's so far out, I can't not every time I'm like looking for something to read. It's like, when is tw- uh, when is 12 months coming out? When is 12 months coming out? Jim Butcher, get your get get Start working on it. I want that book. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, to like, be fair, I've been waiting for George R. R. Martin to get off his ass and publish a book for like three years yeah. now. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll see Jim Butcher's 12 months before. I'm pretty sure we're going to at, at this rate. I, I honestly don't know if he's ever actually going to finish them at this point it, it'd be really cool if it comes out in a year i think i mean i assume it's probably mostly done already it's I don't know, probably on, already I don't know. ready for rewrites mm. like it's manuscript phase not i don't i don't know enough about his writing process to tell how far yeah. in advance he starts writing stuff like that because yeah, everybody's thing, different the only thing i know is um he he's formulaic he writes the same formula he he like can't not he even said he's superstitious about it yeah um i'm i'm we gotta we gotta have him on as a guest again yes uh, oh my gosh we have not done that yet um oh he actually, you should he is he actually treat. had a family emergency and had to cancel when we were gonna have him that that sucks that was a treat mm. oh you guys suck <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you know, I'm, you know that's is, not the first time I've heard this. This is well, it isn't the worst one I've been on. I mean, instead of instead of a nerdy game at the beginning of the last one I was on, they played Russian roulette. How'd that go? Ooh. Well, it start it started with two guests. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously didn't lose. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you had to share the nerdiest thing you were doing and then pulled the trigger. <laughs> oh, my God. It was really fun. Other than that, though, <laughs> I mean, probably some of the most personable hosts I've ever worked with. <laughs> that was a joke I tried to make earlier before you cut me off, by the way. Oh, sorry. Back to character. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Breathe. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, there'll be not a time for questions about my universe at the end of the show and yes, all yes. that I I yes, I, yes. I, I do. Um, you, you know, the, the show you're most from, you must be the host because you seem to be trying to take control. And that's generally Holly's job. You know, it's yes. a thing I do. Um, She's being very polite, letting you do it. It's really hard yes. for me to be the guest. I, I, you know, I'm not used to it. I've, I've only done, I've only done like, I don't know. You know, it's hard to count when it's interdimensional because sometimes I've been on like six at the same time. Ooh. And how many of them have had you back? <laughs> None so far, actually. Ooh. Exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know whose turn it is. You, yeah, you're yeah. the host, Holly. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it was actually her turn. I asked her about books. Yeah. Um, Brian, what kind of music do you like listening to in your dimension? Um, I I just and got the new System of a Down single um, mm. that the band got together to do, and I really enjoyed it. It's not as good as their older stuff. I mean, but it was good to hear something new, even though they're probably never going to do anything new again. Um, they have a lot of infighting in their band and have straight up said, you will probably never see another album. This is a fluke. We did this for a charity and it was all about the cause and the political statement. It had to do with um, um, fighting somewhere in the Middle East and they it was important enough to get them together to do that, but they Almost they sounds like BYOB. So I remember when they recorded BYOB. Oh yeah, what do you know about that? I don't know much about the backstory stuff. Oh no, it's just the 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 BYOB was oh the song, message like the, the message about uh, yeah. the war in Iraq. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. all of their songs have a strong political message. Um, but I wouldn't say they're my absolute favorite. I'd say they're probably my second or third favorite. They kind of rotate. Um, Tool is my favorite, and I was one of the people who was absolutely thrilled by the new album. Um, they went with a full progressive prog rock style, and it was too much for a lot of people. It was like 15-minute songs. <laughs> <laughs> um the the other one is rob zombie and i just got his new album too and it's really really good but i'm a you know i i love early 2000s late 90s stuff i like the 90s white zombie stuff too but i um rob zombie system of a down tool i mean i'm really dating myself but that's the I, I'm really eclectic. I mean, when I'm just listening to music, it could be just about anything. I'm kind of anti-country, kind of anti-hip-hop. But I, I think as I get a little older, I'm getting a little bit more interested in some hip-hop and some country. I mm -hmm. think it was sort of my young, I won't listen to that. That's not my style. And then I, as I got older, I'm like, um, music is a spectrum and you can appreciate it mm -hmm. without being loyal to a specific style, spe specific, specific style. You know, there's an F in specific. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it didn't sound like you knew that. I, you know, I don't know about your super vegan Brian, but this super vegan Brian has a serious lisp. <laughs> And, <laughs> see. and it 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 sometimes is hard to do F's, S's, THs, 
and other <laughs> combinations. Um, the um, I was in speech therapy when I was in fourth grade. It was, but I, it doesn't always show up. It's usually like you don't really notice it, and then sometimes it's like every time I talk, I'm gonna drink some water now. <laughs> oh, just 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 know that just know that you'd have been fed to the zombies during the cleansings. But uh, that that period's over now. We don't do that anymore. I um, since I have control now, I want to keep this topic going. Um, why, uh, uh, David? Top three music uh, musicians or yeah, music musicians. Genre? musicians. Musicians. Number one, Weird Al Yankovic. I love Weird Al. He is the mm-hmm. only man to have a top ten selling album in all five decades. He's been doing it. <laughs> yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> Yes, the, in that category, there is one, and it is he. Yes. <laughs> Uno. Star. Uh, after him, I'd say Weezer. And then after nice. Weezer, ooh, that's tough. Uh, after Weezer, I'd have to say Queen. Ooh, awesome. So yes. that'll tell you a little bit about my music tastes. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I like all it. Right, all right, all right. Let's, let's go around the horn. How about you, Holly? Uh, so are we sticking with the music? Yeah, top three. Top three? Oh, boy. Much like I that other universe, go- gun to your head. Top three. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I'm right there with you with Queen. Uh Number two, I'd have to say the Who. Oh, can't wow. go wrong with a okay. patent British exploding drummer. <laughs> and uh, three, uh, I'm gonna have to go with John Mellencamp. Just storytelling wise, and just catchy, catchy tunes, and not wanting to what has he said be a pop singer, but then actually wind up becoming a pop singer, and then going back and mm. doing his own thing. Although I must admit, if I had to pick a number four, it would be a Japanese band you've never heard of called Sambo Master. Ooh, I cool. have not. I was actually they've, surprised I haven't heard of them when they've they've done some some uh, they've done a few uh, tracks for anime endings and uh, one anime opening song. But they're a Japanese three piece band that have like six albums, and I have yet to hear a song by them that isn't amazing. Cool. I don't speak Japanese, but I recognize good musicianship, and I love the way that th- mm-hmm. that they uh, they I love. Love the way their lyrical structure works in the native language of Japanese. It's great. I, um, as far as Japanese music goes, I think Baby Metal is the only band I've really like mm. heard of and liked and enjoyed. And um, Strawberry Machine Gun. Um, in in a role playing game I play in um, Starfinder, um, it's a sci fi um, RPG. There's a band called Strawberry Machine Cake, and it's based <laughs> on baby metal. That's funny. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's good but yeah no, uh, uh solo master they did uh i think the fifth naruto ending was a song of theirs they did the ending for the japanese live action drama densha otoko they did uh they've uh, yeah they've they're really great musicians oh you 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 um you like anime i do yeah you have a lot in common with my david um oh. what um it's holly's turn to ask me i was gonna i was gonna jump in and ask because now i'm interested in anime <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. what yeah and what's good um but it's holly's turn and she can control yes. the topic so feel free yeah. to ask um, anything <laughs> yes um hmm all-time favorite science fiction tv show Ooh. oh um MC as you can Craig. tell <laughs> as you can tell from my shirt it's um star wars droids <laughs> <laughs> I like R two D two. It's all about IG eighty eight. Favorite, uh, favorite. Um, yeah, it's Doctor Who, obviously. Um, excuse me. Babylon five is way up there, though. Nah. Uh, I'll do top three again. Um, mm-hmm. Doctor Who because wasn't always not until the reboot. I mean, I had lots of childhood memories of the classic show, but I never really got into it because it was so hard to watch. Um, but once the reboot started, I loved the Ninth Doctor, Tenth Doctor, but it wasn't really my favorite show till the Eleventh. Uh, Matt Smith just blew me away, and uh-huh. I really enjoyed Peter Capaldi. Okay. Yes, 
um, I know so many people who stopped watching when he was on, and I, I was like, you, it's not that you don't like him, you don't like Clara. Mm-hmm. That's why you mm-hmm. don't like it. She's Hate not going to be on the show anymore. <laughs> Keep watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hate, Hate that bitch. <laughs> I wish it could have been him and um, well, what's her first name? Um, the the companion after Clara. Oh, um, I couldn't, Pearl. couldn't tell you. Oh, not Pearl. Uh, that's the actress's name, Pearl Mackey. Um, was it Bill? Bill, yes, Bill. Yeah. Um, she was just incredible. Um, I wish that mm-hmm. it would have gone Matt Smith and Matt Smith and um, Clara, and then them together. It would have, yes. and then multiple seasons of that rather than just one, because that season was just so good. Um, mm-hmm. the. Um, and, and for the other two, Babylon 5 and then third one, TV, Farscape. Farscape. Huh? Probably a toss-up between Farscape and Lex is because when they were on, I was equally obsessed. I loved Lex. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sexy, crazy. I mean, one of the first time I'd seen a really sexual TV show that was funny on purpose. And it was like not American-style comedy. Lex was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was gonna say for me it would have to be uh, Red Dwarf, and then uh, oh, that's then, good too. And then after Red yeah. Dwarf would be the original BBC miniseries of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, the, the eight-part miniseries. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Yes. Do you have a third one? Uh, Doctor. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Dave. Eighty-three. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. There aren't that many of them, and we talked about most of them. <laughs> I. Well, um, this one we allow repeats, Dave. I know. <laughs> Uh, my number three be Doctor Who. I got yeah. some follow-up questions. Um, what's right. your really? favorite? What's the follow-up? Well, I I like Red Dwarf too, and I want to talk about it more. So yeah. I want to ask. Ah, okay. uh, the host will allow it. Yes, please. Okay. What's your favorite thing about Red Dwarf, David? Well, besides uh, just the, the, how amazing the writing is, Cat uh, is amazing. <laughs> It's a science fiction TV show that is self-referential and doesn't yeah. take itself seriously. And it, 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 it's the first few seasons were done on a shoestring budget to make Doctor Who look well produced. And uh, yes, the Doctor Who of the time, well produced. <laughs> and the, uh, uh-huh. it's 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 oh, it, but the acting in it is so amazing. And the the premise is is he's a, a they're a crew on a big mining ship called Red Dwarf. And they're sailing through the stars and uh uh shit i forgot his name but lester lester gets put into cry into cryostasis because he's a criminal and then he wakes up from cryostasis and everybody else on the ship has been reduced to pile of at piles of ash and the computer has the ability to create one hologram and it chooses his best friend and co- comedic foil <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. r- uh rimmer I think it might be one of the farthest uh, uh, sci-fi show has jumped into the future. Because yeah. it's like two million years or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But it's, it's so good. And basically, what the idea is, is one of the characters is a, a cat. It's a yes. human version of a cat. It yeah. was the direct mm-hmm. ancestor of the cat that the ship had as a, ma- as a mascot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's humanoid, but he acts like a cat. And he's always wearing these very fancy clothes. And, uh, it's, he's one of my favorite characters. That and uh, the toaster. He's constantly asking if anyone wants toast. Toast, yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone want me toast? <laughs> Have you seen the recent thing they did? They did a Red Dwarf reboot thing with the same... Like, they just continued Red Dwarf. Like, it just kept going recently I've, uh, no I've i did not see about that it, but i haven't had a chance to yeah, watch it yet i you know sometimes it's hard to track that stuff down yeah and david's tracking it down right now <laughs> right now <laughs> a little bit yeah he, he's good for that he's good for that what can i say that's why he i keep him around <laughs> she made me get rid of my mechanical keyboard because you can always hear me typing like a rhinoceros so, so. i had to go with something quieter <laughs> I just used the mute button. <laughs> Who mutes? I mean, what the fuck? It overpowered the mute button. We've got motion activated mute buttons. And Who yeah. actually mutes during a podcast? That defeats the purpose. <laughs> true. True, true, true. Uh, let's see. Sidetracked. Who asks the next question? David. David. Uh, does. Oh, right. Thank yes. You. Okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That was funny. Uh, apparently the camera in the void is working now, and I was getting flipped off for a second there. <laughs> that must be a malfunction on your part. It must I didn't be. do anything. I'll have, to, I'll have to reboot the camera. 
Are those gremlins getting loose again? I thought we paid them not to do that when we were on the air. Paid them? I thought Man, we fumigated to get rid of them. Advanced. <laughs> I thought we fumigated to get rid of them in there. I mean, last time. <laughs> True. Contract negotiations are going to be tough, tough for next season, I tell you. Yeah, that's for the union to decide. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, right. So, question. Uh, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Um, uh, what uh, what what uh, what podcasts are you listening to or, or paying attention to besides our own? I'm curious. What what else you listen to, Holly? Oh me, yeah. <laughs> um. Well. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were asking Brian. Sorry, got distracted. I was asking Brian. I would have been looking at him. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you, yes, host has had a rough morning. So, well, what I've been listening to is I've been diving into some um, other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Uh, Black Dice Society is one kind of mm. an offshoot with um, Ravenloft and the Curse of Strahd, which has been very interesting with all the different dimensions of fear and having nice. one of their characters almost sound like Frank from the um, Father of the Bride Part 2 movie. Okay, neat. <laughs> yes. Uh, that actually reminds me um, my one of my Sunday games I'm going to be starting uh, we're finishing up the campaign we're currently playing and I'm going to be starting uh, I'm going to be running them through Carrion Crown for Pathfinder Ooh, 1st Edition. Cool. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh oh. Dungeon Master is coming out. Uh, Crown is. I get worried when he giggles like that. (laughs) Carrying Crown is one I've been wanting to run or play for. Oh man, it looks like so much fun. Political intrigue and Ustalev. Yes, Um, I get to do the funky accents, and no one can call me racist. The um, was it um um. Order of the Ember died at that one. Um, oh, I should listen. I should listen slash watch that. Or then. get the well. They don't. They don't record. They, but they do a giant PDF with like full commentary for the whole adventure and what they're experiencing. Like. No. Okay. Yeah, they're not like they're like a professional. They're they're almost like a professional game that runs the game for pies. I don't really understand their model. I need to get them on our podcast again. And they are they are great guests. Yeah. Oh, you had them too? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, um it's Well, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't a host then. It was just Holly and she had uh, someone else that she was talking to. Whatever happened to that guy? Right. Sorry, we well, don't talk about that. Never mind. No, no, we, we, we don't talk about that. Never mind. We're good. No, we don't. No. Yeah, nah. Better left than said. <laughs> I don't know where we are. I don't either. Holly, Holly asks me. Holly uh, asks me. Yes. Or yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, our guest is better at being a host than, than, than you are. Holly, well, you know, I know you're having I've it off morning. For a while, and also, also, I'm used to this whole interdimensional thing. I get summoned into these things all the time. It's crazy. It's like right in the middle yeah. of work and doing podcasts. But at least you can get back at the same time you left. Man, you'll have to tell yeah. us some True. about these about some of these tales from your extradimensional portal at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. we once we once we get there. I mean, you know, our in my podcast, the the game at the beginning usually takes like 45 minutes. So normally the episode isn't this long, but you guys are on point how fast that was. I've never been able to manage that short of an intro game. They take forever. And, you know, I think it's because my co-hosts are so unruly and, you know, I, I need I need help sometimes. <laughs> Of course, yeah, it's just just Dave and I, just the two of us, and yeah. It sounds like it just it, it works out. Holly, you're I'm I am so impressed. Holly in your universe in our universe is awesome too, but we can talk about that more at the end. Um you know, I've been asking David, we've been going around. Can I ask you a question? Uh sure, I'll allow it. This around a little bit. Um, yes. I I should probably have thought of one before I said that. Um, it generally helps, yes. Yeah. Tip, tip, tip. tip. So we've done um, we've done. Um, what is the fandom that you are most involved in? The fandom I'm most involved and, in, and why is it important to you and all that extra stuff? Yeah. Mm. Or are you a polymath well, like me, and what's that like? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'd have to say the one that I've been most involved with would have to be Doctor Who. That just I found one podcast, and then 
it just steamrolled. It was with class with the new who because of um well wibbly wobbly. James Marsters found out he was coming to Torchwood, found the Torchwood episodes, fell in love with the Captain Jack character, found out that he was in <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah, Torchwood is actually and, a spin-off. Is Torchwood is actually a spin-off, yes. And then discovering the reboot, because I actually, when the movie came out on Fox in the late 90s, I did set it up to tape on VHS, lost the VHS tape, nowhere to be found. And then finally, when the DVD of the movie came out, it was just like, yes, because I remember watching it and enjoying it. So between the new who, then diving back into classic who, and yeah, had me at the word run. <laughs> I, for me, Doctor Who, I, it was like, I remembered watching it when I was a kid and it was a big memory with me and my grandmother. And then my, a friend of mine was like, Doctor Who reboot and we have to watch it. And we had like a watch party at his house. And then it was like, okay, I'm hooked forever. Mm-hmm. Sign <laughs> um, me up. How... Um, how involved are you in the fandom? Like, how does uh, your involvement in the fandom work? Uh, my involvement in the fandom um, works. Um, I have a couple other friends besides Dave that love the show as well. And we communicate that way via email and chat. And I've been invited on a couple other podcasts to talk Doctor Who episodes. <laughs> Yes, I'm cheating on my own podcast. Sorry. Don't I wasn't going to say anything. After all, you're the boss. <laughs> yep. So, because, you know, there's always a good time to talk Doctor Who and Nerd Podcast Radio is a podcast with all fandoms, not just one, but many. <laughs> I mean, you, you've never actually answered that question for me. I've asked you hundreds of times and you never actually answer. Doctor Who. Who? Oh, yes. Doctor Who. Who? See, Who? every time. she, I don't get an actual answer. <laughs> <laughs> all right holly you're up all right um let's see uh favorite author besides jim butcher or why is the answer jim butcher <laughs> take your pick <laughs> uh, whom is your question directed at both of you oh well <laughs> i'm opening it up my rules well, the boss has spoken, guest. Or you want me to go? I'll go. Uh, you're pointing down, but on my screen, down is <laughs> you're on the bottom. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, my favorite author, and why is it Jim Butcher? Well, Jim Butcher is definitely up there, but uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, Heinlein. I'm a big fan of uh, Michael A. Stackpole. I am a big fan of uh, Harry Turtledove. I am a big fan of, um, shit. well, Tolkien, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am, I am also a very, very big fan of uh, Timothy Zahn and his works. Ooh, yes. So I don't really have one particular author I love more than And Jim Butcher's definitely up there, but he's not, mm-hmm. he's not the end-all be-all. All right. And um, Brian. My favorite author right now, it's sort of whoever I'm reading. Um, Jim Butcher is, I have to say he climbed up pretty high because his writing style is so real, so deep. And yet I believe the sci-fi or the fantasy or whatever he's writing so well. Um, if Dresden Files, I can relate to it with um, Codex Alera. I can feel like I live there and understand it. Um, and it's just such a ludicrous concept. And he did such a good job. Um, I, I I don't know if you guys know, but I'm going to share anyway, just in case the listeners don't. Codex Rolera was written on a bet. It was like, write a book <laughs> based on a bad idea. And he wrote... Well, the first one, what Furies of Calderon was. Yeah. And it was... Well, he, he, it was one bad idea. And then he was like, no, give me two. And he got Pokemon and the Lost Roman Legion. But the funny thing about it is there's a third one in that the Zerg from StarCraft show up. It's so crazy. No, they, they really do. It's terrible. And it's like... Yeah. Like, I'm honestly surprised Blizzard hasn't tried to sue him for that. They're not called the Zerg. No, they're the board. They straight up are. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they totally are. It's terrible. They cover everything in this waxy crotch. Uh, they're hatched they're from aren't eggs. the are looking for. They're literally insectoid. They have a, they're, they're a hive mind run by a queen. They're fucking Zerg. 
Tick, tick, tick. If it walks like a Zerg, looks like a Zerg, it's a Zerg. Yeah, I'm honestly yeah. surprised that uh, that uh, a Blizzard hasn't tried to sue them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think um, Dresden Files is the first series that I've ever read in a long time that I'm not like, okay, I finished that one. I need a break. I'm going to move on to something else. It's like, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm starving until I can get the next book. Um, mm-hmm. I am reading um, Brandon Sanderson for the first time right now, and I really like it. I, I, Ooh, the I Mistborn say, stuff. Yeah, I, I read um, Mistborn Age One and Mistborn Age Two. Um, the it was sort of like I was reading it. I didn't know anything about Sanderson. I started Mistborn first because someone said that's a good way to jump in. And I didn't realize when they were saying that's a good way to jump in. They were saying he's written millions of books that are all based in the same universe. That's a good entry point. (laughs) Um, Yep. The Cosmere series. I mean, he's written more than just the Cosmere series. He's written multiple worlds that multiple series of books that are connected to each other in the Cosmere. But then Mm -hmm. he has other things outside of the Cosmere. It's like, how do you write like five books a year? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Stephen, he watched Stephen King do an interview on his writing style and he told someone to hold his beer. He was like, <laughs> it's like, oh, Stephen King can write so many books so quickly. Well, watch how many I can write in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, With, without any influence of anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sanderson blows my mind that it's like, we've been waiting for how long for Rothfuss to write his third book? Yeah. Yeah, I right. know. Okay. He, he's he's getting up there with a certain Game of Thrones author. <laughs> I mean, not quite as bad, but yeah. No. Yeah. No. Now to throw out some empathy, I understand there are reasons. He's a human being. Yes. He's not mm-hmm. a writing vending machine. I need to respect yes. that and not be one of those mm-hmm. toxic fans. I read <laughs> Jim Butcher's. Jim Butcher wrote an essay about it, and it was directed at you need to relax. And sometimes mm-hmm. people have lives, and writing a book is hard, and we can't churn them out like vending machines. But at yep. the same time, we understand that we're providing a service. It it was mm-hmm. it's neat, um, and it was directly directed at people talking to him about how long Rothfuss has been taking and how long he took to come out with peace talks and it's like yeah you ever you ever had like 19 things happen to you in one year that happens to anybody (laughs) yeah I'm sure there are plenty of authors that have just stopped in the middle of their series because something's happened and they never picked it back up yeah especially before the internet really became a thing and the only way to get in touch with authors was to write them actual letters but, um, that their publishers would never really give them. So <laughs> the actual book I'm reading right this minute is a nonfiction book called Coaching the Artist Within by Eric Maisel. And it's the second time I'm reading it. I've been experiencing some artistic blocks and I feel like I'm ready to get back into photography. And that was mm. the book I used to jumpstart my photography in the first place. So I'm, I've been doing um, artistic coaching exercises in the backyard. Neat. Um sitting and putting two chairs out facing each other and then jumping back and forth between the chairs and interviewing myself, um, breathing exercises, silent screams, all sorts of cool. I think that anybody who's done any acting is probably familiar with those kind of creative coaching exercises. It's the same, like if you've seen an acting workshop on TV or something and they do weird little coaching things, that's usually how it works for any creative thing. It, It tries to get you out of your, the goal is to get out of your own head so you can get out of your way and add some focus and you you sort of identify what's stopping you and you go well how do i work around that what's my compromise and then you go oh because we're not like we're not like characters in a book we're not just we're not completely focused on do this and do this and do this we have complex things that stop us from working and sometimes you can't fix it on your own and you need help and it's it writer's block or artistic block of any kind it can be vicious and it's it's cool i i love this kind of thing i love i love artistic stuff and um now is the time after after a good few years of not taking photos and i want to get back to it maybe the podcast is what got in the way (laughs) i should quit that no i'm kidding (laughs) 
Um, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but exactly. There's, there's, you can have your hobbies. If, of... if this show has taught me anything, it's the show will go on. So, <laughs> um, David, do you consider yourself artistic? Uh, not in the traditional sense. What do you mean? I'm, I can't draw. I don't make art. I mean, the most closest thing I do is I paint minis. Yeah. And I don't even do that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I've been thinking about getting into that. It, um, we were looking at starter kits. I wanted to sit down and do it, not like get mm. real into it, but just like do it as a, I really don't have anything to do, but I don't want to watch TV type of thing. Yeah. So that's the thing is I don't have a lot of space in my immediate area to do it in anymore and getting going somewhere else and setting up a designated space to do it just takes too much effort quite frankly I try to find things that can do, um, you know, get me using my hands because I have this weird thing where I was born left handed, but my great grandmother made me right handed. So I have ah. to do dexterous ah, yeah. things. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be a good like hobby for that. Mm. I'm actually I'm I'm right hand dominant, but I'm fairly ambidextrous. There's lots of things I do with both. I do with my left that instead. Cool. Your question. Right. Questions. Uh, questions. Questions that need answer. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing for time, my timekeeper? Uh, looks all right. We're about an hour in. Okay. At least I think we started at like five or six after. So I don't have anywhere to go. I'm trapped in a white void, and we'll end up back at my house at the exact same time I left. If everything. Oh yeah, no, you're you're stuck here till till we're done with you. Yes. That's how the wheel of destiny works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh oh, okay. Uh what's the burning question? I that I'm ooh, trying, to, like you've I'm got trying one. to think of one. I had one and then you and then it went away. Uh I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's not your fault. Being put on the spot sucks. Um well we were talking about anime earlier. Uh what would you say is your favorite anime that you have that you've uh watched? Uh we'll start with Brian. Okay, um, favorite anime I've watched. First one that popped into my head is Fairy Tale. Holy crap, it's so fun. Classic. Uh, sometimes the fan service is a little cringy. Um, I get like, whoa, that that didn't seem like it contributed to the story at all, and that's not really my thing. But I still enjoy the show and still enjoy the story. I don't know. Sometimes those swimsuit episodes can be fun. <laughs> The 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 water park episode was like yeah. there's nothing happening. It's no, there, it was literally fan just service. fan service. <laughs> That's what every water park slash beach episode of every anime ever is. Is just fan service. That's a thing for like other shows. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them do it. It's a chance to get their characters in other clothing that they can then make merchandise and statuettes out of to sell to uh, young horny teenagers. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm sure that's what it is. Exactly. Uh, what about you, Holly? What's your favorite anime? Me? Well, I haven't delved too much into the anime, so recommendations are good. Well, I mean... I have watched the Supernatural anime series and then the Witchblade one. Surely yeah, out of curiosity. Nice. Witchblade was because good. I love the short-lived two seasons that were on TNT, mm. and then it got canceled, and this is like, I need my fix, and I enjoyed the anime. I will give you a recommendation of a show. I recommend it to a lot of people because it's a really good show, but I honestly okay. think you will enjoy a show called Fate Stay Night. Fate okay. slash Stay Night, N-I-G-H-T. Okay. Um, it's... It's had, let's see, okay, the first show is like 24, 26 episodes, that's the main series, and then there was Fate Zero, which was a prequel series, and then there was a bunch of other stuff that comes after it, but the main show itself is amazing. Okay, do they have like a uh, game that you can play on an app? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's a, a, uh, it's a free-to-play card-based fighting game yes i i did try that i did try okay. the app well, game for the th- this this is the this is the original anime that everything there is based off of Ooh, cool yeah it's I really good definitely i highly recommend check it that out. cool yeah, it, uh, Thank the original, you, the original game had it was originally a visual novel that uh, was so popular that they they uh, they took the first story arc of the visual novel and made it the first season of the anime, and then Ooh. the second story arc nice. they turned into a movie called Unlimited Blade Works. 
And then the third story arc is another movie they made, which is the darkest of the story arcs. But watch the series first. See if I'm, you enjoy it. I'm glad you've seen the um, the Supernatural anime. The last time I talked to um, My Universe is Holly, she hadn't seen it yet. What'd you think? Oh, what was that again? I you. Oh, did I cut out? Uh, yeah, I think, I think her internet hiccup because she froze for a oh, second no and worries. just came back. So. Um, I was just saying that. Um, I'm really excited that you've seen the supernatural anime, the Holly in my universe. The last time we talked about it, she hadn't seen it yet. Um, what What did you think? I I enjoyed it. the The different stories that they told, and then the retellings. It was plain awesome. I mean, I don't know why some of the fans poo pooed it. It was just. I mean, it's adding on. It's a different take. I mean, I know Jensen and Jared did the voices for a couple of episodes and then they got some other voice actors in. But I mean, I was impressed. I think Unless that the was style the, of anime wasn't somebody's cup of tea. I think that was the thing. I think that was the 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 fact that they didn't voice the whole thing is what bothered mm-hmm. most people. Because Padalecki voiced Sam through the whole thing. And... um uh, Jensen, Jensen just did um, Dean during the finale. Mm-hmm. I I think it would have been better if he hadn't because I was getting so used to the other voice actor. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if they had done the entire, it was just something with his schedule and he couldn't do the whole thing. I think right. if he had done the whole thing, they had done the whole thing together, it would have been a much better reception. Um, mm-hmm. I understand it was really popular in Japan because the people who voiced the, the people who did the Japanese voices are the people who do the Japanese voices of Sam and Dean on the show. That's awesome. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So in Japan, <laughs> they actually got their voices in the anime. <laughs> nice. Um, but the thing I liked about it as far, I appreciated all the changes because they did things because it was a cartoon. Like there's one scene where there, where Bobby shows up on a freaking helicopter and it's like, wow, that sounds like something Bobby would have done, but Mm -hmm. it's expensive to do that. (laughs) Where where would Bobby get the money from? I mean, yeah. And demons flying around and ripping into people to possess them and then their heads spinning around and stuff and just doing crazy things you can do in an anime. But on a show, it's hard. (laughs) You know, anime budget's a little more flexible than (laughs) real life. you know, I got an anime version of Supernatural and thought it was pretty awesome. I mm-hmm. it 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 stinks that it's like, oh, it was fine, but the voices were different, or I couldn't get into it, and, or because the voices are different, or it was it's a, it, they changed the plot. That's bad, and it's like, no, it's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, it's called it's a new good. story. It's awesome. Yes, I mean, I would love a big finish or an audible to get their hands on a Supernatural license. Mm. and offer Jensen and Jared the chance, hey, you want to continue Supernatural but not in front of the cameras? Here we go. Use your voices. You roll out of bed. You don't have to worry about doing the stunts. You don't have to worry about setting up for special effects. Here's the stories. I don't know that the uh, American animations, not just uh, Japanese anime, are becoming better and better. Like, Invincible is amazing. Mm. Oh my god. I love it. I'm I'm not quite done. I (gasps) have been watching it and then just schedules has not allowed uh, me to finish it i'm like i have like two episodes left or something like that all right well next time we have you next time we pull you out of the ether you better have finished watching it mm-hmm. okay um i i will make sure of that yeah. that how are we i will for, definitely be here again for sure how are we for time do we need it is about be... 10 minutes later than the last time you asked <laughs> all right just making sure because i want to make good. sure that we we're, good. we're good we're good why don't we do uh, the why don't we wrap up i'm sorry holly why don't you go ahead and and jump into the thing sounds good so what's new from our extra dimensional portal dave well this is with the part of the show where we normally talk to our guests a little about where they're from and we try and figure out all the differences we have we kind of started that a little earlier talking about some of the things that came up randomly but now we get to ask pointed questions about it yeah it was almost like no one expected you to do that and then we 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 reined it in that was that was a weird (laughs) thing that happened (laughs) 
<laughs> it all blends. <laughs> I, I, you know, I hate to deny your, 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 um, your, yeah, I'm, I'm from another universe. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> what do you know? Have you been pulled in before? Then we've been mind wiped. Oh, did uh, well, you bring something over? <laughs> I have. I have not been on this show before. Um, but I. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about my experiences. Um, okay. Um, I am from um, in the classification. I have been told. I never figured this out on my own, but going to other shows. Um, I am from dimension GN7C-5. Um, I haven't really figured that out, um, what the classification is, because I have I have heard things called dimension pink. And, dim- and the classifications are crazy because I haven't found any standard. Every dimension universe I've gone pink. to has on. called them different things. But, um, you know, it's usually the same thing. I, I'm, in, I'm in a big white void. I have a computer in front of me. I'm on some program. Um, this one looks like Zoom. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, sometimes the laptops are a little different, but... Um, What's a laptop? Yeah. Um, it's a... Oh, you're one of those dimensions. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's a... Um, it's and what do you like, mean by one of those dimensions? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to... You know, it's... I, I didn't mean it like those. I meant it like ah. one of the dimensions that doesn't have them. Um ah. Okay. So it's like a I I don't know what to, how to say it's like a when the you know it's I don't know if you have the context. So what do you use to connect like what kind of device speaking in general terms? Our standard computer terminals are built into the desks. What are you talking about? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So nice little touch screen. Yeah. Oh, that's that's much more advanced in my universe. Um we have laptop. Come on. We have um an external Sounds computer sweetie. that's not built into anything. There's two different kinds um at home. Um you either have a a box that contains all the hardware and then a screen and um a keyboard and mouse which are interface devices. Um, keyboard mouse. Wow, yeah. that's I think I saw one of those in a museum once. Yeah, and a laptop mm-hmm. is a portable version of that. Um, oh. The but I yeah, the Natural History Museum very often. Mm-mm. So the the void I've always assumed is some sort of like extra dimensional limbo. It doesn't. Um, the technology changes, but the I I think it's some kind of hub. Yeah, I wonder if this like this technology that a lot of nerd podcast radios have is designed for podcasting. It. I never really figured that out. Um, I mean, we just stumbled across it. Um, we're not, none of us really remember how we got it, but um, all the nerd podcast radios have some kind of extra dimensional I mean, technology. I mean, it can't be that like weird. Like a starter I mean, kit? I mean, yeah. when, when, uh, when, ah, shit, when, uh, when Tesla patented the light bulb, I mean, mm-hmm. oh, that didn't happen in my universe. Oh, really? No. Ooh. Um, this guy, Thomas Edison strong armed him in this giant, like corporate garbage. And, mm. um, huh. he was, I'm really happy to be talking to you guys. Cause that, <laughs> that's so honorable and awesome that that happened. Um, he was just destroyed commercially by oh. Edison and our universe. Damn, that sucks because, I mean, yeah. our desks are computers. <laughs> yeah, that explains why your technology is a little bit better. I've always wondered what it would be like if Tesla was the pre- prominent person in that battle, like if he won the battle with Edison. I've always wondered that. So tell me everything that's better technologically, David, uh, in your in your universe because well, that Tesla developed and that you have all that every, of it in everything. Everything is wireless. You don't have to plug anything into anything anymore. Nope. That's that's amazing. We have wireless technology, but um, no, I mean like everything charges wirelessly. Electricity is passed wirelessly. That's the new entire here. globe is no electrically plans. charged. How do they get it? Do you know anything about the the technology, like how it works? It was something Tesla designed back when uh, he was coming up with his early inventions. I don't know too much about it, but it was definitely something that he had he had planned and. It's worked perfectly. It has to do with these large coil.
spoils all of this. Mm-hmm. It's one thing I appreciate about talking to other dimensions. It's one thing I find that's in common. It's not like a science fiction television show. Not everybody knows how everything works. It's just like real life. Sometimes people don't know, you know, that's like, how does your computer work? Oh, I turn it on and use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my case, I just tell computer to do something and it does something. What do you, yes. if your computer is built into your desk, what do you use when you're going around? I mean, I mean, we have these for, for mobile. Oh, we, we have a device that's very similar. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, what's it called? Uh, it's called an iPhone. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we have those too. Mm. But we also have um, other devices called Android phones. There's a whole, they're oh, much no. see, better. See, we just have Androids. Oh. Android, yes. What you, uh, Holly? What what do you you what are, what are androids in your universe? What I I mean, we have them in like science fiction and stuff, but they don't exist in real life here. So, what are they like for you? Mm, hard to explain, Dave. How would you explain it? Well, they're mostly used in data centers for storage mm-hmm. and retrieval of information for people. Uh, the mm-hmm. libraries usually have two or three of them working there. Yep. And every now and again, a little glitchy, but they get the job done. Every now and then the storms will hit and the the signals get a little wonky. But I mean, what do you want? It's all free and it's all wireless. I bet Mm. the androids, do the androids fight the zombies? Who who fights the zombies? Well, the zombies caught a lot of us by surprise. But uh, luckily, we were able to push them back to small rural pockets. uh, The only ones that really fight the zombies are the irradiated feral pigs. They eat the zombies. Mm-hmm. Oh, where are they? Uh, Texas, mostly. Oh, that sounds similar to here. Mm. <laughs> yes, but, but ours are irradiated from the nuclear fallout from the War of 1814. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, the, the aliens came by and nuked the planet back in the 1800s. <laughs> You 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 had to freak. Holy it, cow, that's amazing! <laughs> I think oh, the history aliens. <laughs> we don't have those here. You, oh my goodness, you've got to tell me more about that. I oh, think, he, um, he fell. He Dave. fell for it. He fell for it. <laughs> oh. Dave, how many times have I told you do not play with our guests like that? Oh, oh. it's so much fun watching you know, panic sometimes. I am so happy to <laughs> I know, have I know, taken off still. guard. That was a good one that that was a good one um that was a good one um i try oh uh, my dear co-host do we need to start wrapping things up i've lost track with that one you even threw me for a loop well you know so there was no war of 1813 no it was the war of 1811 The British invaded. Oh, okay. Something that, about that the White House burning. I don't. Something I, about the White know, House burning. Someone made a stupid song about it. I I have talked to a lot of universe, and there there's there you know sometimes there's zombies. Sometimes there's you know there was this one time that there were um um everybody was evol- evolved from reptiles and that's um, weird. Yeah, the the craziest thing. Um, was the the Velociraptor super, um, nerd podcast radio that just squawked? Yeah, what's nerdy really? with you was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I didn't win. <laughs> I'm surprised you're in still in one piece. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't eat you. Yeah, I gave myself. Well, yes. you know, we weren't in person. Everyone was connected remotely. Mm. Uh, okay, that makes sense. But, oh that, man, it was one of the best episodes I've ever been on. <laughs> <sighs> but there's a little Dave, bit of do not be looking at velociraptors. I, I wasn't, uh-uh. I swear. I swear I wasn't. No pets. It was bad the last time you brought home something. No. Yeah, look, those bright. Look, I didn't know that they breathed fire when they got older, okay? I'm sorry. All so, right, you're forgiven. So I'm curious about, um, you know, I ask this question every time I'm on a nerd podcast radio. Um, eh? Yeah, I ask this question every time. Where did, so you have the Wheel of Destiny. Mm-hmm. What is it? Like, what does it look like? Where did you get it? 
I, I mean, I know I'm not probably going to get a good answer, but because no one has one, but I'm just curious. Holly? Did it just show up one day or did we special order that with something and it just happened to be an extra? Oh, well, that's the story I told you. What happened is uh, Special Mikey stole it from a carnival and then oh. uh, wrote in Sharpie oh, really? all the words on it. And then for some reason, it just works when you spin it. I, I can't explain it. Oh, you you yeah. were Special Mikey too? Uh, until he got arrested, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was so that's how he did the wild escape of the night. We ah okay. That's why why they had that manhunt. (laughs) All right. And that's why we had to get our legal team. Okay. See, we we lost our special Mikey too, but we stumbled across cloning technology. Oh. It was uh, yeah, yeah. Um I'm you know, every time I don't be giving my uh, co-host any ideas. The other it must jail. be unique to my universe because it was cloning you know, was outlawed after the Dolly massacre. So is it just you two, or were there more hosts? It's just us two for now yeah. until she gets bored with me, and then I go away and she gets someone else. I mean, uh, until someone else joins. <laughs> I wouldn't get rid of you, Dave. You're too good to let go. Th- thank you. I, I, I try. You're welcome. He pushes my buttons. I push his. It works. He's my, you know, I know that there's this whole thing like, you know, we're on a podcast and we put on personas and stuff. So I understand and I, you know, Nerd Podcast Radio is an awesome thing in any dimension, including Raptor dimension. I'm just honored that I get to be the one to do this. I have you ever had someone from Nerd Podcast Radio on before, Holly? Um, we might have, or no, Dave, refresh my memory. I don't think so. Okay. It's the first time I remember it. And from the archives I listened to, I don't remember anything from the past either. So I think, I think this is the first. Okay. It's interesting to know. I, um, I, you know, I talked to a lot of the other ones too, and they never, they never have, um, they never have either. Um, it, it, it's always like I'm the first one and it's weird. It's like, I, you know, I, we've been doing crazy things with our, we call it the extra dimensional portal. And, um, I don't know. I wonder if something happened that made it so weird, different than the others. Um, actually, now that you mention it, remember that time we had Chuck Norris on? He mentioned meeting oh. that Anthony guy that oh. bamfed in and bamfed out. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. You know, Anthony used to be our dimensional correspondent um, before we started getting everyone involved. And um, he it got bad. I mean, he's been he's been in remission from the from the super cancer for a long time. Um, but it's it's just fantastic that he I mean, he's back, but he he's he won't do it again. I mean, well, he's well, apparently he met Chuck Norris once. Yeah. I, I remember which episode that was. I, I don't remember exactly which episode that's on, but I know he talked about that on a show. Um, so, um, well, uh, uh, Miss Holly, you're you're so interested in time. It, it is it is about time to, to hit us with the outro. All right, take it away, Dave. Oh, so, uh, thank you, uh, Super Vegan Brian, for joining us. We'll be returning you to your own universe after oh, the show's it's over good. here. It's good. I mean, ho- the, hopefully it works this hopefully, time. Hopefully, ride should be pretty smooth back. Sometimes a little bumpy, but. It usually always works out for the best. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Ain't my first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you for joining us. And uh, this has been uh, Derb Podcast Radio. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Holly, uh, Miss Holly Mack for hosting. Yep. Uh, and Brian for showing up when uh, we summoned you from the abyss. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. All right. And uh, so everybody else, uh, stay dirty, stay informed, and stay awesome. Uh, yes. Say goodbye, everybody. And Dave, please cut me off before I do something I'm going to regret. Thank you for the technology. <laughs> Podcast